She wants to hiccup. Yeah, I got a hiccup. Okay, well, you just deal with your hiccups in your own time, your own way. You know, like, we're just trying to be supportive. We would never try to mess you up with your hicking. <laughs> okay. Yeah, you're upping. I can handle the hicking, but I ain't putting up ah! none of the ups. <laughs> I just hiccuped over your yell. Did I get it? Did no. I scare you? Scared me. You're supposed to take <laughs> each one of your eyes yeah, and point each eye at one of my fingers. So... This is your left eye. This is your right eye. This is your now left eye. Now keep each fingers. eye focused on the fingers as I spread them apart. Now he's spreading them. Good eight, ten inches, twelve inches. 20, keep spreading your eyes. Thirty-six. That's right. Look like a pug. Eighty like inches. A, like a King Charles Spaniel. Get that crazy eye going. Your head. They're equally blurry. No, you Both have to look at the heads. fingers. Are you still hiccuping? Yeah. <laughs> because, oh, you can't. Bardic Mystery Tour is always here for you. Strap them boots on, here comes season two. We're a band of bards solving mysteries. Join us on adventures if you please. Bardic Mystery Tour is a 5th edition D&D actual play podcast about a rock and roll band out on tour that solves mysteries. I'm Ed. I'll be your DM. Hi, I'm Emily. I'm playing Flo Calhoun. She is a wood elf and a bard. She's a singer of Antler Mayhem. She usually uses a magical bow or her spells to fight. And she recently acquired a set of bracers of archery that she's looking forward to using. Hi, I'm Brayden. I play Sammy Stoneslinger. Sammy Stoneslinger is the best bard of the bunch. He's a rock gnome because he rocks so hard and he plays the drums in the band Antler Mayhem. Sammy comes from a long, proud line of stone-slinging gnomes, and he has a special slinging technique that lets him sling stones farther than the average gnome. Hi, I'm Grundledore. I'm a werebore, and I'm bleeding on my maul right now. Hi, I'm Brayton the Elder, and I'm playing Floramir and Anachronism. They are from the island of Prindis Duanales. And I'm recreating them from when I helped DM. Last time on Bardic Mystery Tour, the gang reviewed their evidence and turned it over to the law. Genitor was arrested for trespassing and destruction of government property. The case seemingly solved, the ferry to Manahart Tower was reopened so Antler Mayhem could play a show. Just as the show was about to begin, a cadre of cultists revealed themselves, led by Plum from Prindy's Duanales. She revealed that she killed Bernie and kidnapped Floramir, Anna, and Roland in order to enact her nefarious plan to kill Antler Mayhem. She announced their doom just before disappearing through a suspicious portal. After Antler Mayhem handled Plum's underlings from Stibble, Sammy leapt into the unknown. We join him as he learns his fate on the other side of this portal. This is Bardic Mystery Tour. I'm jumping in the hole. Okay. We gotta save Roland. Sammy, you jump through the hole. You hit the Pentagon of Darkness, and everything goes black. You can see nothing. Then all of a sudden, your sensation of falling disappears. Then, you reappear with the sensation of falling in a very strange-looking area where the ground is all red and black and looks like charred ground has been broken to bits. Stalactites all over that are crumbling around you. 
There's complete darkness above you like the night sky with no stars. You land next to Roland on the ground who's tied up and uh, trying to say words to you. And you can see Plum running toward this rainbow shooting out of the ground. Uh Uh-oh. Think you fell into Bator. Okay, that's my whole turn, right? Because I had to dash to get there. Yeah. Flow. If I move, can I move up the ladder and jump in and that's all my movement speed and I still have a move when I get in there? Uh, that'll be your whole turn. Just getting in there? Yeah, okay, I still like land and stuff. Okay, I do that. All right, you land next to Sammy and Roland and you hear Roland go. I have no movement. I can't like bend over and try to untie him. I mean, that's an action. I know why you do that anyway. I like him. Malketh starts slashing at random People. cultists. Oh. All you humans look the same to me. All right, you guys are up again. That's all for, oh, Balefist is still floating around in the water. Whatever. How far is Plum from me, Sammy Stoneslinger? Mm. It is I, Samuel Stoneslinger. Yeah, how many rounds did you, let's say she's 120 feet away from you. Didn't you say before when I got these Tanglefoot bags that I could use my secret Stoneslinger technique to whip them as far as I could sling things? Yep. I'm going to do that and try to tangle her up. Okay. She looks like she's running towards that rainbow. Like, that's, like, her goal. Yeah, yeah. It looks like the rainbow is, like, bursting from the ground. It doesn't look like a prismatic effect of the light. So it doesn't look like a rainbow. It looks like a prism of light, really. But it has an arch to it. But it's, like, coming from a point that you can, like, kind of see where it is. Like, it's bursting out of the ground or something. Okay, I'm going to move towards her as much as I can. So I'll run 10 feet and jump 30 feet so that whatever, I'm 40 feet closer to her as okay. a move action. And then I will throw that Tanglefoot bag at disadvantage because of the range. Okay. I got a nine. Okay. It hurls off. Oh, actually, do I just need to get a touch armor class with that? Uh, yeah. I'm going to burn my Bardic Inspiration. 13 armor class. It lands beside her, but it doesn't seem to hit her. Okay. She changes direction right as it's about to strike her. Okay. Floramir and Anna, jump in. You find yourselves next to Flo and Roland. That was your move, but you still have an action if you want to do something with it. We're going to untie Roland. Okay. He says, hey guys, it's so good to see you again. I'm so excited, but I was really scared because I was in a lot of danger and I thought I was going to die. And I thought that that hole was just going to like consume my soul and not just, um, then he looks down and he goes, oh, my geode completely exploded. And he just has a golden chain around his neck. And he's like, oh, well, no more guidance for me. He's like, does anyone have a bow I can use? Are you doing these as two separate characters or are you treating them as one? I'm doing them as two separate actions, but. Floramir is the one that's going to untie him, and Anna's not going to leave her. Can you shoot Plum? Can he shoot 120 feet? Yes. Yeah. Oh, then Anna's going to shoot her. Okay. Do you have a longbow or a shortbow? A uh, longbow, plus one. What's the range on that? 150 or 600. Okay, so you don't have disadvantage for range. Okay. Oh, crap. Did Roland just gain a bow? <laughs> you have to say what you rolled. <laughs> I rolled a one. I'm getting the bow to Roland. All right. You drop your bow on the ground. I can pick it up as part of your move next turn. Um, Grondledor. Okay. I'm not in there yet. I have to go through the gate. I'll do that. That takes my whole turn, right? Yeah, yeah. He'll take a full move. Armor is still up there, but uh, I'm just going to say that Grondledor took a shortcut and made it all the way to the hole and jumped in. (laughs) You fall through the hole, and you see... Anna and Flo and Sammy is 40 feet away from you, and Roland is there, and Flo. Hey, Grungo. Then Plum runs as fast as she can toward this prism of light coming out of the ground. 
she grabs something from the ground and the prism like shakes and like turns off. It's like gone now. She picks something up off the ground. She holds above her head. See, she's pretty far away, but you can see it probably. It looks like a giant tome. It's not that giant. Does she look like she's going to smash it? Is that her body No, position? she looks super excited to have it. It actually, uh, she holds her hands up and it floats above her head and it goes, da na na na. And then she goes, adventures. Oh no. She's the hero of time. Or courage or something. But anyway, Plum holds the tome over her head and she says, finally, I have the tome that Gale made that made her so powerful that she held over my head for all those years and she looked down on me and she lost in this stupid dimension, but I have it now, and I can become the greatest warlock in the world. Then the ground starts to shake. Some of those stalagmites start crumbling. A large fissure runs down between you and Plum. This giant, ten-foot-tall, blue, steely-looking bird kind of thing with huge feathered wings and gnashing claws and a beak with teeth in it stands up out of the fissure, and he says... Plum, you have served me well. I've been trapped in this pocket dimension for decades, ever since that pesky gale summoned me here, and when she fled because she was too weak, she dropped her pendant on her tome, which was my only escape. So I had to reach through the darkness and give you the power to come here. So yes, you have served me well. You've saved me from the fancy colors that I hate. And I can't stand them, and I'm so glad they're done. She's like, Grr, you're my savior. Finally, we have all the power. We can destroy all of our enemies and rule the world together. And he goes, yes, I can rule the world now. And you, you have earned your reward of death. And just bites her right in the head and tears her, like, top head and half of her body off of her. Guys, we don't have to hurt her anymore. So it seems like getting the tome away from her is not going to stop him. Huh? And he looks at you and he goes, Antler Mayhem, I will kill you to vindicate Plum. Which is weird because, I don't know. This guy's got a weird set of You don't motivations. understand demon morality, all right? And he flies straight at you 80 feet. Oh, 120 feet. So let's see. She had to move. She was, what, 120 feet from you? Mm-hmm. And then she moved another 30, so it was 150, so he's 30 feet. He flies all the way to Sammy Stoneslinger and puts his beak right in Sammy's face, and he says, And you're first, Poop Slinger. <laughs> is it our turn? Yeah. We can reset, Colin. You guys can all go if you want. All right. Sammy Stoneslinger is going to cast Dissonant Whispers as a fourth level spell on... Grist. What's his name? Grizz? Grist. Or so it's going to do 46 damage. 46 damage? 46. Wait, you said I cast it at a level 4? So it's 3d6 plus another for each level above? Oh, so it's, it's actually 66. You want some pain? I'll give it to you, mister. I'm in your head with some dissonant whispers. 17 damage. Okay. Floramir is going to run 30 feet up and cast Poison Spray. Wait, he has to make his save, though. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, what's it against? 16. Oh, that's not the one he runs away. Yeah, it is the one. Okay, well, he doesn't run away. Okay, so Floramir can run up and cast Poison Spray? Sure, if he wants to hit Sammy Stoneslinger. Floramir and Anna are both going to dash to get beside him so that they can use their melee weapons. Okay, got it. 
neither Grungo or Flo are bardically inspired, right? I am. Once Anna gets there, can you turn around and inspire Grungo? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Way away high, oh, my words of power go to strengthen your next blow. Yo, way away high, oh. I'll go. Okay, where am I in relationship to the enemies? There's only one. You are 40 feet behind Flo, Sammy, and Anna next to Roland and Flo. Also, Roland's like, does anybody have a bow? Does anybody have a bow? I thought he picked that bow up off the ground. Oh, did Anna leave it on the ground? I don't left it on the ground for him. Okay. Am I still a boar? You're still half boar, half man, half orc. After being touched by the insight of Malkath Abaddon, come to understand yourself a little better. You can still wield your maul. You still have like human hands, so you can still wield your maul or your whatever you want, but you also can use one of your attacks for that gorge attack. I would love to charge and try out my new uh, tusk attack. But the thing is, between you and this monster is a line of your friends. I can't just blast through them. You could probably charge Sammy. Okay, yeah, he's small. He charge won't stop me. For me. What? Get him to jump up and ride you. I already paid my portion. Yeah, Sammy, if you jump in the air as I run past you, I'd just go under you. That's a jumping ring. If you'll let me do it, that's fine with me. No, your turn's over. You should have thought about that on your turn. Okay. I'll just move up next to the enemy. So you go up around and stand beside Anna or Flo? Okay. You could also move up 30 feet kind of diagonally and do something at range to him so that next turn you're ready to charge gorge him. That's a good idea. I'll move up 30 then at an angle. Get a straight shot on him. So I'm wondering if I can cast Shatter far enough away from him to hit the enemy, but not. You want to make sure you're at least 15 feet away from him. And what's the radius on it? 10. So if you cast it 25 feet from you, it can still hit him and not hit your friends. I'll do that then. Level 3 Shatter, which is 4d8. Or I'm going to bust you up. My thunder hits like a truck. Wow. Shatter. 22. Constitution save against. Uh, my spell save is 15. Okay. Float. I am going to shoot at this giant beast. 16. That's a hit. 14 damage. Uh, and then I'm going to run up. Is it everybody's kind of like in some sort of arc position is what it seems like. There are three of them in a line and then Gronador is over to the left. Okay. I'm going to run to the right. But not like, not as much towards, but more kind of at an angle. All right. So you can only get 35 and he's 40 away from you. Who is? The beast. Okay. So I'm going to run 35 directly to my right then. Directly to your right? Yeah. So he's far away from me. Also, I have a question. Yeah. What's it like in the the up there? Is there sky? Is, are we in a cave? Like what is happening? There's pitch blackness like the abyss. That's right. Like the starry sky without the stars. But it doesn't seem like there's a ceiling. It looks like it's great expense to nothing. Yeah, yeah. Got it. Okay, and Roland's picking up the bow. Yeah, Roland's going to pick up the bow. And then he goes, I wish someone would have left me some arrows. Oh, my god! And he runs over halfway to flow. I guess he can make it all the way over to flow. He's like, can I borrow some arrows? Yeah, I hand him a couple. He grabs a few arrows out of your quiver. Yeah. Okay. Then this monster starts emitting this cloud of, I mean... You can't tell because you don't have uh, microscopes, but it's spores and it's not dust. But everyone starts coughing 
Anna Flormir and Sammy all roll a constitution save against 14. Oh, 20. Flormir got a five. I don't know if it's worth it. You can use Bardic Inspiration for saving throws. Okay. Anna got eight. And what are we trying to shoot for? 14. Then he's going to, he doesn't have Bardic Inspiration. Never mind. All right. They're both poisoned. And they take one die 10 damage of poison at the beginning of each of their turns. Ah. So please try to remember that because I won't. Okay. Then it opens its mouth and lets out this blood curling shriek. Everyone within 20 feet. So the same three people roll a DC 14 constitution check. Oh, Florimia rolls a one, which is a two. 10. 13. All right. The three of you are stunned. What's stun do? That means we don't get an action, right? Yeah. We still or give a reaction. Them... I'm telling your mother that her dice. They're they need... bunk. They're really letting you down. They need something. Float this in water and see. Salt water. Yeah. A stunned creature is incapacitated, can't move, and can speak only falteringly. The creature automatically fails strength and dexterity saving throws. Attack rolls against the creature have advantage. And incapacitated says an incapacitated creature can't take actions or reactions. So. Then the beast flies straight up in the air, 60 feet, and he says, Rise, my minions! Come and destroy the enemies of... And then, from little cracks around your feet, these three piles of rotten flesh full of weird eyeballs just fall up until they're like six-foot-tall humanoid-looking monsters. Let's see. There's one over by Grondador. There's one over by Flo and Roland. And there's one by the three of you guys up front. And they each attack. One misses Grondador. One hits Flo. How close are they? How much does it hit me? 11 damage. Like, how do you know it hit me? How close are they to their mom? Oh, it hit a 21. Uh, He's 60 feet in the air. And they're on the ground below. Yeah, they're standing on the ground. And one swings at Anna and gets a critical. I mean, and I don't know, 11 damage. Whose turn okay. is it? So I think the stun people are stunned until the end of their turn. Okay, we don't have to resave. We're just stunned. It says until the end of this monster's next turn. That's nuts. Okay. Do you guys? We're standing there going, yep. All right. I'm going to cast Bane on all of these three visible creatures. I unsheath my pointed dagger. Myself and bleed. I'm the bane of your existence. You're now worse at hitting me. It says, up to three visible creatures of your choice must make charisma saving throws. And I imagine demons have a lot of charisma. If a target fails, whenever they make an attack roll or saving throw before the spell ends, they must roll a d4 and subtract the number rolled. Against you or against anyone? Against anyone. They just have minus one die four to their attack rolls? Yeah. Okay. Grondodor. Uh, am I 60 feet from Mama? Oh, wait, sorry. How far am I from one of those blobos? One's right next to it. I move away from that, 35 feet away from it. Okay. It's going to take an opportunity attack on you. Eight. No. Did you do a charisma saving throw? Oh, against what? 13. Okay. Am I close enough to target the beast in the air with a shatter? What's the range on it? 60? Yeah. No, because it went 60 straight up and you are... Off to the side. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I guess I'll try to catch as many eyeballs as I can and shatter. Okay, you guys are all pretty spread out, so you probably only are going to get one. I can only get one. I might as well attack the one next to me then. Busting out the mall? 
Yeah. It's a good thing you bled on it during your introduction, or else wouldn't have counted. I rolled a three. You get a second attack, right? Yes. It's a miss. Okay, Roland. Yeah, Roland backs up and fires this thing. It takes a swing at Roland. It's a plus one bow. Don't okay. forget. Roland misses it. All right, the eyeball monster swings at Grundledor. And gets a 17. Oh, that's a hit. Wait, um, did he roll his bane? Only if he failed his check. Did yeah, so did you hold check? it up or what? Does he have to roll every turn? He only rolls once. He has to roll his charisma every time he does a throw. No. He either is or is not affected by Bane. Oh. So I only have to make sure that you roll your D4. Yeah. 10 damage to Grundador. You don't have to double check anything. I do everything right back here. Not true. Behind this Dungeon Master screen. Same as me. Not true. That I definitely have. Then one runs over to Roland and it swings at him. Because he's closer. And it's Roland. Not very hard. And then the last one swings at Anna. Getting bad luck here. Does a five hit you? No. Then the beast swoops down and lands right behind Sammy, Anna, and Flo. Junior. Well, it's not well, Junior. Junior. Flora Mir. And he says, Sammy, breathe your last breath. And he bites at him with his beak. Cutting words. Do you... Oh, no, because I'm still stunned. Have a reaction suddenly? I'm, never mind. Uh, 15 hit? Yeah, that is my armor class. Okay. Man. See, I think holding this is stupid. You can do cutting, so cutting words isn't a spell. So I can do it while I'm concentrating on this? Because mm-hmm. I would have done it, but I didn't think I was allowed. Yeah. Um, it's because Seven it's, damage. It's, a, it's an ability. It's okay. Okay, sorry. It's not a spell, it's an ability. But don't I did, you know, I don't it you know. I concentration to do it. Something that I did notice when I was reading the rules the other day was that we do wrong sometimes is if you cast a spell as a bonus action, well, rather, if you cast a spell as an action, you can't cast a spell as a bonus action. So you can't cast really? oh, because something it's the same and then turn. Heal, yeah, you can only cast one spell in a Interesting. turn. Hmm. Um, and then claws down your back because you're still facing forward. It's not going to hit me. Cutting words! With my tongue Sharp as a dart I'm sure you'll fall apart I'll use my wit To cut you down And watch you hit the ground It hits armor class 8 It doesn't hit me Yeah, it's everybody's turn Okay, Anna's gonna turn and cast fairy. Anna takes a die 10 poison damage Roll low, roll low Four. My name is Rollo, because I was Rollo. I wish. And, oh, jeez. Flormir took a nine. No, it's because I didn't start that chant. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah that's... Sorry, Flo Jr. Okay, so Anna's going to cast Fairy Fire on that eye thing that's standing near us. Okay. Fairy Fire of mine, my target, let me aim my strike with these. Which gives everybody a plus one to hit it. Okay. And Floramir is going to cast Poison Spray at it. Okay. When I'm frightened, when I'm stuck, when I'm sure I'm out of luck, I never know just what to say, so I just cast Poison Spray. It has a saving throw of 13. 
and she does eight damage. Does it take half of it saves? Yeah. Okay. Sammy Stoneslinger is going to cast Vicious Mockery on Grist. What's his saving through? 16. Wisdom. Six damage. Okay. And if it passes, it takes no damage. But if it fails the saving throw, then it has disadvantage on its next attack. Okay. Is this a cantrip? Yes. And then I'd like to do some bardic inspiration on Anna. Through good and bad times until the bitter end. I've got your back and I know you've got mine, my friend. And the next time when things are looking dim, I'll know you do your best and overcome. That's Sammy's turn. Do you want me to go next? I'll shoot at that eyeball guy that's closest to me. Okay, the one that's fighting Roland? Yeah, I'm going to shoot at him. Okay. 22. That is a hit. 12 damage. Okay. And, I don't know, I like to cutting words my stuff. Does anyone need to be inspired? Would you like an inspiration? I'm the only one without inspiration, but if you want to save it for cutting words. I like cutting words more. Okay. Uh, Roland's not inspired. It's like a waste, though. Oh, sorry. Don't tell him I said that. That's my turn. He's also struggling with that longbow. It's like as tall as he is. Yeah, that's probably why he sucks so bad. Right. We should trade. Okay, so uh, Mama Beast is on the ground. Yep. It's one of the eyeball creatures close to it. So Formir, Sammy, and Anna are standing in a line, and there's an eyeball creature on one side and that winged beast on the other side of them. They're, like, on opposite sides, like, flanked right now. Mm. Sammy's, like, stuck. Well, I'm going to use my tusk attack, then, if I have a straight shot. On the winged monster? Yeah, the winged beast. The winged beasted steely blue. Gerzga. He has a tail. I didn't mention the tail. He has a tail. Oh, this changes everything. Oh, what? Oh, never, never mind. We love this guy. Let's join up with him. I don't want to hurt something with a tail. Okay, so that is, that'll be 4d6, but, okay, so I rolled a 19. Uh, that hits him. 18 damage, and, uh, I'll attack with my maul. 28, that's probably a hit. It's a hit. 15 damage. All right, also, when you left, that eyeball monster, uh, swung at you. Did it hit me? No. Sweet. I'll end my turn, I guess. Roland. Does he try and take my bow so we trade? No. He runs away from the eyeball beast that swings at Roland and hits him. And then he fires an arrow at it. But it misses. Did he run towards me or away from me? Which way did you run? That way. Away from the whole situation. Yeah, he ran toward you. How close are we? Uh, Ten feet apart. All right. The eyeball monster runs over and swings at Roland again. You keep saying the eyeball monster, but you mean like... The one that's fighting Roland. One of the... And it hits Roland. Man. Cutting words? You gotta say it before he says it hits. Oh. Don't you? Well, I'll accept this. Okay. You will know when I sing this song. Cutting words will distract you And it misses Roland. Yes. Then the one that was fighting Grundledore turns around and shambles over to Grundledore. Cutting words! With my tongue, sharp as a dart, I'm sure you'll fall apart. I'll use my wit to cut you down. And what? 
punch, you hit the ground. Fifteen. No, fifteen's a miss. Then the one in front of you guys swings it on a fourteen. He's armor class fourteen. Six damage. I'm down to about half my hit points here. Then this beast says, you'll never be able to defeat me. I'm still at full strength. And he attacks Sammy again. Bring it on. Cutting words. My words could horrify you. My words will bring on strife. When you said yourself against me, my words will cut like a knife. So, didn't help. (laughs) Uh, Cutting words doesn't stop a natural 20. It does. 18 damage with its beak. And it swings its claw at Sammy. But don't we don't want... I knew it was It was really just waving. It was like, hey guys, what's up? Is anybody hurting real bad? Yeah, um, both Flormir. So here's the thing about Flormir. She barely has any hit points in the first place. So she could go down anytime. And Anna is like half. I'm at half. I'm at half. Okay. And the beast says, I see you're all at half. Luckily, I'm at full. <laughs> that sounds like a lie based on the attack. No, I'm not lying. Demons never lie. No, never. I say. You know who else doesn't lie? Dungeon Masters. Demon. Dungeon Master. Same. See? Okay, Sammy Stoneslinger is going to cast Cure Wounds as a third level spell on Anna. And hopefully he'll draw some attacks. Eighteen hit points. Okay, Anna's going to cast Cure Wounds on Sammy, because he keeps being the focus of this as a third level. When I say my words of healing, you will start to feel content. As I sing my song of healing, all your wounds will start to mend. Nineteen. Thank you. Did you take your poison damage? One die ten? I didn't take any poison damage. You should roll a constitution save against 14, by the way. Why? Because you're standing next to this thing. It's just constantly... Constantly spewing spores. It's just a mess. Hold on, let me write down this 19 hit points I healed here. Jeez. I rolled a 20 again. All right, still not poisoned. Sammy Stoneslinger can't get taken out. It's Top of his game. It's because you're like so short that like the spores don't get down that low. That's right. Yeah. Advantage, shortness, rolling too, right? The little guys. We have to like be cured poison for this other damage to be stopped, right? Yeah. Okay. Got it. Oh, and Floramir is going to cast poison spray at the eyeball monster okay. again. It's a constitution save against 13. Oh, did you hear the eyeball monster last time? Yeah. This is a 10. 10 damage? 10 damage. Okay. Gondolo. Or or flow, right? Or flow. Or rolling, rolling. Wait, will do. flow or flow junior? Flow you. one. The one who hasn't F- taken a turn F- yet. And S- Evan Calhoun. All right, Roland backs up and then throws the bow on the ground. 
Smart. He's sick of that bow. I get it. Does he throw it at me? You said this is a magical bow. Is it not cursed? Because it doesn't seem to be working really well. No one can use this bow anyway. Mm. All right. I shoot at the eyeball monster that Roland just tried to attack. Okay. Do you move or you... No. You're only 10, 15 feet away from that thing. Okay. Well, it can't hit me if I run away, right? It's not attacking. Right. It's not close enough? It's not, it would not get an opportunity okay. to attack. I'll back up 35 feet. Okay. And then I'm going to shoot at him. You're back up 35 or just behind Roland? He's only 20 feet behind you. Behind Roland. Okay. 23. Armor class, that's a hit. Nine damage. Okay. Grundledore. I'd like to cast Polymorph on Floramir. As I bend you to my will, you feel the animal release. As I change your heart into that of a beast. Trying to find, uh, I can't remember the creature name. It's that great anal ape or whatever that is. Uh, It's a giant ape. Giant ape. So her hit points will be replaced. She'll get some other skills and such that she can use. And I'll also inspire somebody who wants inspired. I'm good. I'll take it. Your mind and on like a fire with the spell your ass I'll inspire. That completes my turn. Now it's dumb monster turn. Alright, eyeball man number one runs over and swings at Roland. But it misses. Yes. Eyeball man swings at Grundledore. Is your armor class three? Eyeball man swings at Anna. Six? Mm, it's higher than that. Man, you guys with your really big armor classes, you're always tricking me. And then this monster, says Sammy, this weakling, you got an extra breath, but this time, literally, you're dead. Does a 13 hit you? No. Fool. What about a 16? That does hit me. Ah, ha, ha. 12 damage. Oh, man. When do you call cutting words if you're going to? After he rolls, but before he tells you the result. Okay. It's tricky. We've struggled with this. That's why I usually yell it. I try to get it in there real fast. Yeah, quick. yeah. Sneak it in there real fast. Okay. All right. Everybody go. Did that eyeball guy come towards me and Roland? Yeah, he's in hand-to-hand combat with Roland. I back away, farther away. I shoot at him again. Okay. 13. Uh, that's a miss. Okay. How far away is Roland from Anna? At this point, they've been running. They're way over there. Like they're, Yeah, we're running away. They're another 100 feet away. Yeah. Okay. We just keep trying to get away so that it doesn't hurt us. Maybe 90. All right, Roland will also back up toward Flow. The thing swings at Roland, but it misses. And Roland. Oh, Roland had to pick up the bow. But doesn't he have, like, a knife? Roland picked up the bow and moved back, and it didn't swing at him. He didn't have a knife. Why would a bound prisoner have a knife? Because um, plot armor. No plot armor here, baby. Okay, where's... He's on the other side of Sammy. So, actually, Anna and Flo are both also in hand-to-hand with him. I'm going to cast Dissonant Whispers on him again, hoping that he'll run away and we get to beat him up, since everybody's doing melee attacks to him. You want some pain? I'll give it to you, mister! I'm in your head with some Dissonant Whispers! Um, It's a wisdom save against 16. Okay. Eight damage. Okay. He stands there. Okay, well, he still takes half. Okay. Take your poison damage. Oh. When do I make that save? 
On my turn? Or it was on, it's really on his, so yeah, do it like for his last turn, and then if you fail, you got to take a d10 for your turn. Uh, wait, well, oh, wait, before I roll, tell me. What is nope, it? take a d10. Ouch. I took six Anna, damage. Anna is casting, or not casting, Anna's using his ball mouth club, plus one, and he rolls 19. That's a hit. It's 10 points. Okay. Okay, Florimir is a giant ape. She gets two fist attacks. Okay. She's our tank now. A two. Armor class? Yeah. And a seven. She's getting used to the whole idea of being a giant ape. All right. Well, she'll do better next time. Maybe her first swing at anybody in real life. Yeah. Probably not if she's a trained fighter, actually. Gotta learn that hand-to-hand. Does she take her poison damage already? Also? Yes. Okay. Yes, yes. Grundledor. Mm, I'm gonna attack the winged beast. How close am I to it? Touching it, basically. Touching it. Okay. Smelling it. Rolling a constitution save against 14 to see if you get poisoned. I'm poisoned. All right. Take a die 10 damage on your turn. Do I roll it or you do? You can roll. It's fine. Take that. Wait, no, you have to. I'm not rolling my own damage. All right. 10. Wait, we've all been rolling. Oh, I rolled a 10. Wait, did you? Yeah, I did. I rolled a 9. I was was like, if I'm rolling it, you're taking 10 damage, bro. He rolled a 9. Tried to make me roll it. I rolled a 10. Okay. I'll attack with my maul. 19 a hit? Yes. 16 damage. Grundledor begins swinging his maul. Brizzard starts saying, You guys are so foolish, I'm invincible, and you'll never... Just as Grundledor's maul hits him right in the base of his neck, and it just cracks. His lifeless body flops on the ground, completely immobile. Spores stop extruding from it, expelling from his lifeless corpse. All three of the eyeball monsters just puddleize themselves back into the cracks from where they came from. All their little bits are gone. The ground starts shaking. The entire plane of existence feels like it's crying out in pain. This stalactite sticking from the ground that haven't been shattered yet start to crumble. Fissures start opening in the ground all over the place. Light and darkness pour out of both of them. Visible darkness you can't even see through. It's very confusing to your mind. Chunks of the ground you're standing on begin falling into what you assume is below you an empty void of nothingness. Roland, you hear, over the panic, We gotta get back to the portal, guys! Okay, so we're running to the portal. You realize now that portal you fell out of is still there. But it's ten feet off the ground, guys. How many of us are there? One, two... Th- How many people are you? Somebody has to stay behind. Is Flormir... Can Flormir... Throw people. Well... As an ape. Flormir can throw them as an ape, or she can turn back to a human and cast Floating Disc. We I also all, have Dimension Door, two of them. True. She I, doesn't have control over whether she turns back into a human or okay. not. Only Grundledore does. Okay. <laughs> yeah, she could have resisted the spell, but she didn't. Is it like a thing that's floating this way, like oh, parallel to the ground, and we'd have to like... Jump up through it or down through it? Yeah. Okay. Up or down, you don't know. Oh, God. We're going to test it out, I guess. Who wants to try which one? I got got a dimension door that I could take one person with me. I mean, I could do it twice. I could also do, like, I jump up and I, like, make myself land back on the ground and do it a second time. So I get You don't have much time. So what's going to happen? Sammy Stoneslinger cats Longstrider as a fourth level spell on himself and on Anna. And on Roland, doesn't he have, is he slow? Roland's 100 meters away. 100 he's with, he's away. with me. Too far. Okay. He's 100 feet away. And on Grundledore, 
And on Flow, that's all of us over here. When the going's tough, and you're not very tall, just cast this spell, and you'll race them all. Long Strider. That's everybody? Yeah. And I cast Dimension Door on me, and I grab Roland, and I drop us through. Like, I make my other door above it, so above we fall it? through. I want to ride, I want to ride, I want to ride that dinosaur. What do you think? What else do you think? What else do you think that door could be for? All right. Flo and Roland fall through the portal. Everybody run. Well, we're, we're running. You have we're running to, to the, the portal. All right, you're at the portal. It's 10 feet off the ground. What are you going to do? I give everybody a boost. Who's first? Is Florimir still the ape, or did you? I give everybody a boost. You know, no, I can jump up. Go, go, you're go. You're not tall enough. You're like two feet tall. Yeah, thanks tall. for your little baby boost. Now you're nine feet from are you the kidding board. me? I, I jump back through. I'm back I'm through. I'm three and a half feet tall. We'll get to that in a second. If Florimir's still an ape, she can grab Sammy and... Throw him through. Throw him through. Okay. I recommend that. How about Anna? Can she throw Anna? Yeah. She'll throw Anna through. All right. Anna flies up through the portal. He looks around himself. He felt a sense of weightlessness for a second in complete darkness. He appears again above the hole in the oil derrick. What's that called again? Tower. Above the tower next to the island. And then reaches the apex of his throw and then... Falls back down straight through the portal and lands back right next to Florimir. Hey, Flo, I'm going to send her a message. Flo and Roland are falling. You can't see her. Or in what direction is she? That's true. Flo and Roland are falling toward the ocean through that beam of light. Cancel your polymorph and then everyone climb up on my shoulders and jump over the top into the thing. And then I'll jump up last because I have a ring of jumping. Okay. I cancel polymorph. Florimir then casts floating disc, which will. Pick us up 10 feet. Oh, just lift us up? Yeah, we'll just all stand on it and lift us up 10 feet. Something high is out of reach. Could be a book, could be a peach. Climbing up could offer risk, so I make a floating disc. That works. You going through the bottom or through the top? Through the top. Through the top. All right, so you, what, you put it next to it and everyone jumps on? Yeah. You go up and everyone yeah. just jumps in? Everyone jumps through and you begin falling toward the ocean next to... Stibble. Through the center of the Manaheart Tower? Through the center of the Manaheart Tower. You topple all the way down 100 feet. You hit the ocean. Sammy does a cannonball. 90 foot drop can be fatal. In water. Is that true? Yeah. Well, then everybody better roll something. Is that true in D&D, though? Anna and Florimir can both cast Featherfall. Well, can they cast it on all of us? Yeah, so they're alive. Malkath Abaddon flies over and snatches... Roland out of the air and flies him safely to the platform on the side. If I cast Thunderwave downward, will it push me back up when I hit the ground instead? No. Yeah, I don't have anything. Anna can still cast it as a third level spell. Choose up to five falling creatures within range. That's what the first level version of the spell is. Well, the first level version is up to five. Yeah, and it, it's a reaction. Okay. So between the two of us, we can get everybody. One of you can cast it and get all four of us. Okay. Like a small piece of down, we're floating to the ground. No matter what the terrain, we will feel no kind of pain.
Everyone except for Flo, who's out of range. Yeah, because that was like a whole round before us or two rounds before us. Yeah. Yeah. I would say she's floating, but she's more like screaming towards the water. I mean, she's probably already in the water. Yeah, she did. She doesn't have anything to do? There's nothing I have. Flo takes 16 damage upon impact of the water. All right. I sadly swim to shore. I swear the ladder. To the ladder. And climb up. You climb up the ladder, and you see the crowd completely devoid of red-cloaked people. Yes. As soon as you get to the top of the ladder, the entire crowd erupts in joy. And I say, we are Yeller Mayhem. All your instruments are still set up, so. I run to my, well, I walk to my instrument. (laughs) (laughs) All right. We all swim over to the ladder. We climb out. We get up to our instruments. Then I say, Flo, hit them one more time. Ready? 
And then the Aquan Bats play a show after you. What the crap? Where are they supposed to, they're supposed to open? Oh, we messed up. Dude, you really, you really messed this up. It's fine. We're not getting paid anyway. These people then don't afterward. have money. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> Hold on. Then afterward, Miss Windafoe, the, uh... The blue-coated tall lady? It was a dress. Oh. The tall lady in the blue dress comes up and says, Thanks to Handler Mayhem, the cult infiltration of Manahart has been stopped. Yay. Yay. Hey, whatever. You're we welcome. Can, we can go back to regular uh, business operation. Whatever we- happened to Janitor? Oh, then uh, Constable Bernard comes up and he says, Oh, yeah, I uh, I let Janitor go because, like, um, this is a patsy. Yeah, it turns out that was planted evidence and, like, Everyone was in on it together. It was a big conspiracy. Even though Janitor is like a conspiracy theorist, this time he was right. Embarrassing for me. Thanks for saving the town. Thanks for playing an awesome rock show. You guys are awesome. I can't wait to see you guys next time you come back to Stibble. Yeah, man. No problem. I want to grab a shirt before we close our merch table and take it to Janitor and say, like, hey, man, I'm really sorry about all the the rough interrogation. We just had to get to the bottom of the truth, and we thought you knew more than you did. Here, take this shirt as a token of our apology. He's like, cool. Uh, Actually, it wasn't that bad because, like, sounded like you guys were trying to convince Bernard that, like, I wasn't actually culpable. So, not you know, no hair, no foul. What's that saying go? No harm. Yeah, no, no, it's no hair on the fowl. No, no hair, hair definitely the... a fowl. Because yeah. fowls have feathers. Yeah. So there's no hair on the fowl. Uh, and Dirk loads up the boat. Actually, you guys spend the night. I thought it was no arms, no fowl, because if you don't have arms, you can't, like, throw or hit a fowl. No, if you have arms, you're not a bird. Birds don't have arms. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That monster had arms and wings. I want to clarify. That's how I had a clause. One of the reasons that Aarakocra are not birds. Yeah. They're birdmen. Birdmen. Oh, and Grendel Boarman. Oh, yeah. Grungo, do you want to have a little talk about your feelings about... Oh, yeah. You're still a boar. You played that show as a boar. You're half boar, half man. Half orc. I feel all right. You want to try to uh, shake it off and come back to the half-orc side? Nah, let's leave it for a bit. Can you read now? No. Um, The next morning, I buy postcards at the government building and mail them from the post office. This is also the government building? Yes. Okay. I pick the best ones. They're like, oh, sweet, thanks. Um, Hey, if you guys are going back to uh, New Augsheld, can you deliver these postcards to the post (laughs) office there for us? How is it that you have like a mega corporation that creates magical essence and you you guys don't have a portal to New Oxheld or to Oxheld? Not everyone just has a portal, bro. We're not that far from New Oxheld. All right. How long is it going to take this boat to get there? Probably two days, but it took you three days to get I here, which feel is why like it was upsetting. It's far enough that a portal would be really useful. I don't know. Tell Manahart about it. All right. I guess I want to go back and talk to Lady. Blue dress? She's not concerned. You'd have to, like, get the fairy. Wait for the fairy. All right. Never mind. We have a flying carpet. You want to use the flying carpet? Do you trust it? I feel like if this were earlier in the arc, I would have definitely spent the time on it. All right. You fly over to the tower. I throw pebbles at her window of her office until she opens the window. All right. Miss Windafoe opens the window. She says, hey, Sammy Stoneslinger, you saved my corporation. I only ask one thing. Here's 2,000 gold to say thanks. It's a good oh, thing you came over you. and didn't leave before you got the payment. I only asked two things. 
for this money that you gave me, which I appreciate. And I think you should set up a portal to Oxeld. Yeah, we're gonna, but it's super expensive. So that's down the line. We got to get the thing flowing. We got to buy a new crystal. I just had to give 2000 gold to somebody. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh, should I write that down? No, hold on. I'll write it down. We can all write it down. All right. Uh, yeah, that's definitely in the works. Uh, we think that Stibble's a great place. We're trying to promote Stibble, make it a more you know successful place. All right. Well, we'll come back and play. You know, as long as you keep paying. Yeah, man. All right. Have a good one. All right. Have a good day. I fly back to float. I'm like, we got paid fifteen hundred gold. Sweet. Do I believe him? I don't know. Roll it. Insight. Yeah, roll insight. Eighteen. Oh, natural one. Yep. All right. I give thanks. her the two thousand. Boring. Really. Florimir and yeah. Anna both come up and say thank you for rescuing us and saving the greater Ogsheld area. You bet. I guess we're going back and I'll have to learn how to take care of the whole place since I lost my stepdad. Oh, we're so sorry. I forgot about that news. It's, we'll make it work. I've got Anna and I've got Uncle Branch and Roland's there and he says, you, uh, you want a hug? Sure. Okay, Roland gives Flo a hug. Florimir hugs him back and scratches his ear. He shakes his head a little bit. Okay, Roland, you stay with that flow and not our flow. Right. Wait, did Roland give the crappy garbage bow back to Anna? No, they left that in the demon dimension. Roland's like, uh, thanks for saving my life again, guys. You are awesome. You're my favorite band in the whole world. I told everyone about you. Sweet. We now need I can fans, listen to you on so. Bandcamp or Spotify, and it's awesome. Yeah, or... Google Music or, or Apple Music. iTunes, it's called. iTunes Music. Uh, what about Napster? Wave. Wave. Is it on Napster? Bandcamp. Yep. No, it's not on Napster. Well, it could be if you put it on. Wait, is Napster still a thing? I don't know. LimeWire? Am I go. showing my age? Yes. yes. I too am a youth. Yo, we could have posted on LimeWire, but really all the files aren't songs, they're just viruses. Yeah. God, I'm in it for the virus makes you download the rest of the Bardic Mystery Tour album. Roland's like, so I'm going back to New Ogs Hell too, I guess, because I gotta get back to, you know, uh Civilization. Cardisa. Cardisa. Look, someone knows where he's from. So I get to hang out with you guys again, Sammy. Oh. Maybe Joy. one day. And then Dirk's like, all right, guys, I loaded all the gear up. I think the boat's about to take off. All right, let's get on it. We're headed back to New Oxford. Sounds like a good uh, time to have, unless you hate the sea. No, we love the sea. And the ship sails off once again into the deep blue open. I think that's what they call the ocean these days. Stibble Island is saved. The gang heads back to the van as this leg of their journey comes to an end. Join us in three weeks for our next all-new exciting adventure on Bardic Mystery Tour. Best friends, solving mysteries.
Hey groupies, it's your favorite DM, Ed. And I want to say thanks for listening to Bardic Mystery Tour. We really appreciate it. We love making it. We're glad you love listening to it. Uh, that is the end of our season two. So we're taking two weeks off. And then we're coming back with season three in your faces. And so make sure in these two weeks off, you, if you want to be in the Dice Envy drawing, you have to hit us on social media, tag us and Dice Envy, and say you're interested in the drawing and tell us your favorite song. You don't have to do that, but I think you should. Because I like to know what songs people like. Because I love all of our songs that you can find on Bandcamp and Spotify. Also, the drawing will be the day of our first episode of season three, which is November 25th. And the first drawing is for the social media, but the, the second secret drawing is for everyone that's a patron on our Patreon page. So if you want to sign up for Patreon real quick, you'll get the album when it comes out. You'll get in the Dice Envy drawing. You'll get to be super cool because you support us so much. Uh, oh, and you get postcards. You can hear my awesome interviews that I make. Uh, whatever you want to do because we're super cool. Also, check out our website, uh, bardicmysterydoor.com. It's the best website because it is about us, and we're super cool, and you can listen to our songs, and I think that's all you can do on our website, but it's super cool. You can look at our awesome fan art that we're updating, so do that. All right, we'll see you next time, groupies. It is three weeks till the next one, so don't be mad. No episode next week. No episode the week after that. See you in three weeks. This show is a member of the Sorgatron Media Podcast Network. Find out more at sorgatronmedia.com. Bardic Mystery Tour is recorded at Looking for Group Pittsburgh. Looking for Group Pittsburgh is a land center in the Brookline neighborhood of Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. If you're in the area, stop by for games, co-working, or events. Find more information or schedule your next party at lfgpgh.com.